Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Christ Over Crypto, where earthly investments become heavenly treasures. I'm your host, Frank Turner. And on Christ Over Crypto, our message is about stewardship of God's resources so that they don't become our master, but allow us to honor and glorify our heavenly father. On today's episode, we'll be hearing a snippet of the interview I did on CJ Akatande's show, Ministry. I was honored to be a guest on the show and share some things about my journey with Christ. So I hope you guys really enjoyed that uh, interview. Also, we'll be discussing a law that was passed in Ohio that could affect the adoption of cryptocurrencies and the technology around them going forward. But before we get into all of that, we're going to pause a moment for a word from our sponsor and our intro. And I'll see you on the other side of the break. Everybody listen up, I'ma let you know That it's all about Christ over crypto You should invest but still be responsible And remember that it's Christ over crypto Yeah, and money shouldn't be your master Verse 24, Matthew the 6th chapter Serving God is the only thing that I'm after Tell the devil back up when I get my stacks up This is not about greed, I just wanna be a better me Use my resources to build up a legacy I don't wanna be dead broke when I'm 70 Christ over crypto, and it's really Helping me, yeah. Christ over crypto. Come on, hey. Christ over crypto, yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Bitcoin Legendary. New to cryptocurrency? Curious on how to buy and sell Bitcoin? Visit ebook.christovercrypto.com for your free copy of Bitcoin Legendary. This ebook gives you a step by step guide on how to invest in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies safely and securely. So, what is some, so tell us how you got here. Uh, what are some things about your testimony? What led to you finding uh, and building a relationship with Christ? I believe in, in the power of testimony, especially for men. Share, share what won't get you, uh, you know, I don't want the police out here, you know, immediately after the show. But share, share the thing. Yeah, I didn't see a cop car out there. So I was like, okay, it got security. Oh, so before we get there, right, um, me and Frank got stuck in the elevator. <laughs> Getting up here, right? So, it's it just just seeing, right? The, the, almost like the things we had to overcome to make it to the show. We got stuck in the elevator. I messed up the flyer, but yet we're here. So, what are some things in your testimony that you would like to share? Man, this might take up the rest of the show. But uh, <laughs> seriously, I I am I am excited. I've been I've, I've been saved since I was six. Like I accepted Christ. Like I knew who God was. I accepted Jesus. Well, I accepted that sacrifice at six years old. I'm 36 now, by the way. So I've been saved for 30 years, but it wasn't until I say the last two years where I really, I would say was was a real servant. I wouldn't even say servant, but a real citizen of the kingdom of God. And I say that from a standpoint, I had filled my life with so many idols, so many things, so many lusts that I was a Christian only in the principle of, yes, I believe in the doctrine, but everything else, if you looked at me, you're like, ah, I said, you'd be just kind of wild now. <laughs> you know, everything was... I was very self-centered. Everything was based on what I could get. And you know, I even had the mindset of, hey, well, you know, I wasn't even, you know, I, was, I know people debate about whether I should tithe, but I mean, that's something I do. But I had the mindset of, well, I might tithe, but I need a, I need another job, or I need more money, and then I'll tithe. I had a very, um, how would you say, transactional relationship with God. It was not, it was not a personal, you know, here, you're, I, I'm, I'm your son, you're my father. It was just like, what can I get, you know? And so, I realized that you know my idolatry was keeping me from getting to where I needed to be. In fact, I'll, I'll share this quick story. You know, I um, in, in the men's group you talked about, I, there was a guy. Um, shout out to Greg Moore who introduced me to oh, a book yeah. called Counterfeit Gods. 
and that book actually showed me that I had put so many things before God. And, and a lot of times we think about idols as something like from the from in the Bible old times, like a, a, a statue erected. You think about the golden calf that they erected. You're like they're worshiping that. You know, back when Moses was was there, went on the mountain, and those are things you think about. But the, the idol is anything you put above God. It could be something good. It could be your job. It could be your wife. It could be your kids. It could be anything. And so I had so many things that were ahead of him, and, and so I had cut some things out, and I really started to see what he wanted me to do. I really started to see where he wanted me to go, and it just started changing. Everything started changing because I started filtering out the idolatry and then letting God in, and then everything just started changing. And, you know, I even had, and this is another true story, I actually had a conversation with, with Aaron, Aaron Livers. Um, shout out to Live and Livers Painting. They are yeah. awesome. They, they painted my uh, basement. It looks really good. Shout out, Aaron. Also, and Aaron does the intro, so shout out to you, Aaron. So, but I actually had a conversation with him, and I said, you know, Aaron is very, very transparent by his faith. He's very awesome. Like, he has that magnetic personality. And, and I, I actually, at one point, I was I was jealous, or I would say, I, I actually called him, I said, man, you're kind of arrogant. And, 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 and what I didn't realize was he had the joy of Christ of following him because he had devoted himself to him. And, I, and God said, you shouldn't be jealous of him. He devoted himself in the way you have it. So if you want to have that same joy, you need to start devoting yourself to what I'm doing, then you would then you would understand because a lot of times as as old believers and people who've been saved for a long time, we look at new believers and say, "Oh, he's hot right now. He'll fall off. You you're excited to be saved, but it wears off, and that's the wrong mindset. <laughs> like if you if you're if you've been saved for a while, and you have no zeal, then I challenge you that your walk. I challenge you to say your walk is not right. You're you are not seeking God because you are well, you're excited every day. You get new grace, new mercies every day. That's something to be excited about in itself. The idea that you're just Oh, here we go. Another another day at job that I hate with my spouse who I don't like, who I can't get divorced because the Bible says wrong. You should not be living like that. This is the kingdom yeah. of God where he has given everybody a special role to produce and and, and, and and proliferate his kingdom for lack of a better term. You know, I think sometimes people don't understand the term colonization and what it means that we have we have a bad feeling, especially as African Americans, let's keep it real. Yeah. You think about colonization, we think about Man, we think about the Middle Passage, we think about all these things, yeah. and we, we think about just negative things in, in a kingdom and colonization. But colonization was once righteous. And God's original plan was, let me take the unseen and put it in the seen world on earth. And we'll look man and woman in our image, and, we'll, and they will procreate and, and subdue the earth and make it look like heaven in a physical form. They will show the physical revelation of what heaven looks like. And that's what Jesus did when he said, yeah. okay, Y'all messed up. Now I got to come back and I got to show you what it looks like. And I'm going to restore you in right standing. So what I'm saying is all that if I've learned and, and understood in the last two years and it's improved my life in so many areas because now that I have put him first truly, that's really what it is. Because, I mean, you can be saved and, and, and have a Savior but not have the Lord over your life. Yeah. And I think some people don't understand. They say, Lord, they say, oh, this guy's Lord and Savior. And you accepted the saving part, but you got all these other lords. You're yeah. like, well, my landlord, my boss, my wife. And it's like, no, he's got to be Lord over everything. Over, everything, over everything, every, every, everything. He's got to be over it. And when you submit all that, he's like, okay, cool. Now I can trust you. Now I can give you whatever. Because it's not as if God, God has un imaginable resources. The kingdom of heaven is not lacking. I think sometimes we don't understand that. And God is, is waiting for us to be obedient so he can trust us, you know, because he was faithful with little, is faithful with much, you know. So I think those are things that, that have just helped me, shaped me. 
um, just interaction with other believers. Really, really, the fellowship is what got it started. I think sometimes if we isolate ourselves as believers, we go, we get into church hurt, we get into things, we isolate ourselves, and we don't grow. And we say, well, I'm saved, but the church is playing a lot. You know, it's Creflo dollars, all these people. And you start coming up with reasons why you don't fellowship, why you don't serve, why you don't go to church. And when you start getting connected, all this stuff goes away because you see that people are going through the same things. Like, we go through the same things. Like, if I was isolated, I could be like, well, you know, some of the things you told me, I'm like, oh, you want to do that? Okay, what's well, not a big deal? And that's what we miss as fellowship. That's why God had 12 disciples. He was like, I'm trying to show you this needs to be a fellowship. You can't just do this by yourself. I'm showing you guys to go out and make disciples, make more disciples. Yeah. It's not just to be a couple people having. I think sometimes we look at the people in the pulpit, the preaching, we say, okay, that was cool, we got the message. No, we're supposed, to, we're supposed to be ministers also. Not necessarily a preaching a sermon, but we're supposed to be living out the testimony that so that so that his his kingdom will spread. His kingdom will not spread by for ninety minutes on Sundays in churches. That kingdom and is not it. going anywhere. That, and, and that's, that's why it. the kingdom is so fractured now. That's why the kingdom of God is limited in its power because we have segregated ninety minute services expecting that to transform the world. That's that's gonna be impossible. And and so and so with that, right, so I I, I definitely I, I definitely have grown so much just by having fellowship with men, right? Because when, when I got saved, I didn't know too many saved men, so I just I just dived and I went looking for all of the men, like who did this, right? I was I almost like I wanted to study a Christian man, right, so I can mimic my life. And so there's some things that I share on the prayer call when I'm struggling with, and I'm thankful that I have brothers that have been where I'm going that can help pray me and navigate me through these 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 things that I, that I that I come against, right? We get in, we often get into a mindset that I'm the only person that's dealing with this. I'm the only person that's struggling with porn. I'm the only person that's struggling with fornication, right? And and so what happens is, it's two things that happen. Sometimes you're in churches where none of the men are transparent enough to let you know that you're the only one struggling. And then sometimes you, you suffer in silence. And when you have a sin that you're ashamed of, when you have something that you can't talk about, that's when the enemy can torment you and, 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 and keep you hiding your sin, right? There's a lot of men that are hiding what they're going through. They're hiding their pain. They're hiding their sickness. Sickness, um, not only because there's nobody to talk to, but because they don't. They think that they're the only one. That this is unique to me, right? Everybody else is saved, but I'm still struggling with this. And, and right. it's like, no, like in this walk, you will struggle with different things. And and that's why I appreciate having men that are that are younger than me. That's the that's the benefit of discipleship and, and a discipleship uh, relationship because I have men. That are 10 years older than me. I have men that are three years older than me. I have men that are 20 years older than me. All these men are at different stages of life. And they're able to say, well, on this journey, you're gonna cross this 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 road, right? You're gonna get to here, man. And when you get to here, there are two options. You can stray away or you can keep fighting, you can keep going after God, right? God is right around that other corner, right? Having men that are strong enough to say, Man, God is on the other side of that mountain, man. Just keep on pressing. Just keep pushing. God is on the other side of that mountain. And that's why I, I appreciate the relationships that I have with men. Um, I was telling my, my fiance about the wedding, man. I was like, man, if I invite all the men I know, man, I, just, I pack the wedding out with just Ooh. men. Just just because I, I I think it's beautiful to have these these relationships with men that are transparent and honest. It's not like a lot of not a jealousy, it's not a cattiness. I'm not worried about man. Man, I want to share this with Frank, but man, if I share it with Frank, my Frank will tell everybody in the group, or Frank will tell everybody, right? I, I tell everybody everything, so you can't hold it against me, right? I let everyone know what I'm going through and what I'm dealing with, 
in efforts to, that we can all be better, right? In my transparency, it will help someone else grow. It'll help someone else get better, right? I'm not I'm not better than anyone else. I might I just sin differently than you, right? And 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 that's what it breaks down to is it's always a sin issue, right? Our behaviors, our wicked thoughts, our wicked uh, mindset, it's a sin issue. And and just because my sin is different than yours, it doesn't make it better. It doesn't doesn't make me better, but there's one solution to the sin. And that's submitting it to the Father. Right? Regardless of what you're saying, it's submitting it to the Father. Father, I need you to help me deal with this. And some sins you're going to have to fight with because it's a testimony for someone else. Right? Some sins you're going to have to, some, some of those thorns you're going to have to bear. And, and, and the Spirit, right? A gift of the Spirit is the self control. And that self control, right? <laughs> it's funny that there's some things that you only learn growing through these trials right you're only going to learn patience by having to wait on God patience right you will only get patience by having to wait like you, I can't get you can't be like yo hey, God give me some patience and I want it right now like like no that doesn't work right give me some joy well have you been sad well until you go through something where you're sad that's when you appreciate joy right when you when you go through something where you're alone that's when you appreciate the comfort of God so it's like you know, I, I love James. It's like counting all joy, right? Count all, all joy, right? This feeling, whatever you're going through right now, I promise you, you're not alone. You're not the only one dealing with this. You're not the only one struggling with this, right? But you just have to surround yourself with people that can help pray you through it, help help pray you to get you to the next level, right? And that's where discipleship um, is beneficial. That's where having brothers that I can lock arms with, having brothers that, hey, I can call, right? I had... um. Well, Victor's, Victor, I thought Victor's walking. Victor called me like four in the morning, like, hey, I need you to go check on my sister. All right, where's she at? Right? Just having brothers that, that can do that, right? That you trust. That you trust, right? Because right. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I got up, no, no big deal. Look, man, if, if you're in need, because I understand that, like, like you mentioned, like we're a family, we're brothers that are all trying to grow. And I, I definitely encourage you, if you're a man or, or a woman and you're, and you're out here fighting this battle, right? You're on this island where you think that you're the only one that's struggling with something. You think that you're the only one that's dealing with something. I challenge you to find people that you can be open with and honest with and get around people that can help you grow, right? We grow in our moments of weakness. In our weakness, that's when God is strong. His strength is in our weakness. When, when we're willing to sacrifice, when we're being willing to be transparent and honest with people, when you're willing to let people know like, hey, I'm broken and I need help, that's when you can grow the most. All right. Well, it's not often that I get a chance to be interviewed. I'm generally the interviewee. So it was, it was a fun, um, you know, that was, that was a really fun uh, discourse about um, just just my journey of understanding um, the kingdom of, of God. And, and, and shout out to CJ for letting me come on the show and just, you know, share my heart, man. It was really a great um, feeling for me. I hope you got something out of that interview. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I certainly enjoyed doing it. Um, just, just love the the things that God has done in my life. The, the the way He's opened my eyes to His His kingdom and His teachings. And I just, you know, pray that you know as you listen to this and I, and and as I continue to grow and do this show that we just continue to learn about what God wants us to do and we don't let barriers, artificial barriers of religion and rituals and and other things separate us from from the kingdom of God and, and the love that he has for us. I really pray that we get there. I know it's not going to be an overnight thing and sometimes, you know, take two steps forward and three steps back. But the main thing is to focus on the kingdom. So 
thankful. Thanks again, CJ, for that. Um, we're going to jump into this next segment. Pardon my fiat. We're going to talk a little bit about a law that uh, was recently passed in Ohio, a bill that uh, may lead, uh, pave the way to uh, cryptocurrencies becoming more widely adopted. So I hope you enjoy the segment. Excuse me, chap. I can barely make out what you're saying. Pardon my fiat. I only speak crypto. Pardon my fiat. Cryptocurrency news and updates. All right, all right. Welcome to the cryptocurrency news and update segment of the show, also known as Part of My Fiat. I want to remind you to go to shop.chrysoprocrypto.com to pick up a Part of My Fiat t-shirt so that people can know that you rock with crypto. Also, we have Chrysler Crypto shirts there as well for the good stewards that you are. Um, just want to jump right into this segment. This is pretty interesting. So uh, recently, Ohio uh, was the latest state to approve the blockchain as a legal valid electronic contract and what i mean by that is if you have you know how you have docusign you sign things electronically and that's considered to be a binding signature well the blockchain just moved into that level of if if, if something happens on the blockchain and using that type of technology is considered to be the same kind of electronic record and enforceable contract as in any other electronic signature which is a big deal because when you think about you, you think about the blockchain technology and it's something that we talk about in the ebook, um, and you can read that at ebook.christovercrypto.com. The blockchain is an immutable public ledger, um, certainly when it comes to Bitcoin, in regards to uh, how would you say um, when, when a transaction happens, once it's verified in the network, it is legal, it, it cannot be reversed, it's not fraudulent. So, this bill passing is saying that other platforms built on the same type of technology, the same type of immutable public ledger that's verified using the same, you know, same type of um, technology is now enforceable by law. So you can't say, oh, well, if, you know, somebody couldn't say, well, I did something in the blockchain and I didn't mean to, and I, you know, can I get my money back? It's, it's, it's enforceable like any other electronic signature. So I think that's a big deal as we move to adoption with cryptocurrencies uh, and more of the mainstream is these are the things that have to happen. I think that so many times people are looking at the price and looking at, you know, uh, is it a currency? What you know? What kind of asset is it? And those are things that are important and they're fine to talk about. But the fundamental pieces are laws are going to have to come to effect to help enforce these technologies and the things that are are sitting on top of it, which are the currencies or the coins. They're going to have to be laws in place that make them people have confidence in it. Because you know, regardless of what you think of cryptocurrency, it's still in a very early state. And so, if you're a very very risk averse investor, I can understand you saying, well. You know, where are the laws? Where is everything that it's backed by? And so from that standpoint, there's still a little bit of ways to go. But today was a day showing that, the you know, there is a path forward to ratifying, uh, how would you say, the, the blockchain in, in a more commercialized way. And, you know, the, just, just, to, just to get in a couple of things, what the law doesn't do, uh, the, 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 the bill was, it was called SB 300. It does not, uh, include smart contracts, uh, as part of the legally enforceable electronic contracts. And so a little bit of differentiation between that and smart contract is something that Ethereum, uh, works with on their, uh, kind of backend platform. Ethereum is another type of cryptocurrency and, uh, 
And so the type of smart contracts that you have for peer-to-peer, those are not recognized in the same way as, say, a blockchain uh, signature is. And like I said, you can read uh, more about that. Just like I said, you can check out some different resources. You can check out the ebook ebook.crisisofcrypto.com where we talk about that. You can also check out reference, reference, reference sites like coindesk.com that really help you um, get, get a handle on what's going on in the crypto world. Other states that are also in the mix, Arizona has passed uh, a bill recognizing the legal status of data stored and transactional blockchains. Politicians in California are working on similar legislations and Florida and Nebraska have postponed their bills indefinitely. But with that being said, this is just and this is just the beginning and this is just uh, the proof that this stuff is not going with this blockchain technology and the things that are associated with it are things that are, are going to be um, you know they're, they're going to be around for a long time so I think it's something to um, to keep in mind as you're looking to invest I'm not saying that you need to invest because of this happening but what I'm saying is this is an asset class that's growing and not going to go away and I think that if you're interested in finding out about the technology this is the time to start learning about it and making your inroads into it before you know once all 50 states have passed it and it's all flowing you're not going to be able to ever get that um you know that real bump of an investment it's kind of like the whole um you know internet technology stuff when it first came out obviously there was a crash the dot-com crash but there were a lot of internet tech internet stocks that took off and and and, and did well after that so you have to just know um, you know what those are and, and try to figure it out but you can't know that if you're not in the space looking and trying to invest so just want to encourage you to continue to educate yourself on this this crypto stuff and just understand that this is not going anywhere and so today is just another proof that this is moving forward and that legislation is being uh, you know moved around all about the country to, to see how far this stuff can go Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this week on Chrysler Crypto. Hope you enjoyed all the segments, the interview, part of my fiat. I just want to continue to encourage you to subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the podcast um, via iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play. Um, definitely check us out on those different avenues. Also, subscribe to our newsletter. Go to www.christovercrypto.com and subscribe to the newsletter there. You'll get um, updates as on the podcast as well as YouTube content as well as other exclusive things that aren't in either um, platform that you can get hooked up with. Um, also, check out shop.christovercrypto.com for some really cool apparel. We've got some uh, cool t-shirts and stuff so you can represent uh, the show if you if you support us. So again, just want to thank you guys for listening. I love you. I'll see you soon on an episode of Christ Over Crypto. Before we get out of here, I want to give you the chance to make the best investment you could ever make, and that's uh, one in, in the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And you know, maybe maybe you're never going to church. Maybe you're just listening to this and you don't know what this podcast is about, but you're interested in knowing Jesus is more personally, or maybe you've been walking with God and you've fallen away and you and you want to make sure that you, you start walking back with him again. I encourage you uh, to say this prayer. So repeat after me. God, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I deserve death, which are the consequences of my sin. However, I am trusting in Jesus Christ alone as my Savior, and I ask for forgiveness of my sins. I believe that his death and resurrection provided for my forgiveness and salvation. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and giving me access to your eternal kingdom. Amen. Congratulations. You started your journey with Christ. 
let me encourage you to, to find a local church and continue your discipleship with other fellow believers. If you're in the greater metropolitan area of Baltimore, I welcome you to make your church home at I-5 City, located at 681 Hollins Ferry Road in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Service times are on Sundays at 9 and 11. That's all for now. Until next time, always remember, Christ over crypto.